Because if you don't work for the money, it's going to be very hard for you to appreciate it. Very hard. That's just like a scammer that just came up on a million dollars. 100%. Don't know what to do with it. Don't know how to uh, interact with money. Don't know how to how money flows. Don't know how mm-hmm. to make more money. And you just yeah. spend, spend, spend. I call that the prenut. See, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of men and women, we have prenut. Mm-hmm. And the prenut is, you know, you make whatever your job gives you. Mm-hmm. And you just got that prenup. You just want to spend it. Mm-hmm. You, you immediately got some money. You need that instant gratification of, you know, that buy one, get one at the mall. Mm-hmm. You need that instant gratification of the new Gucci mm-hmm. that in all reality you didn't need. So the issue is like we, we all make money. You make money. You mm-hmm. made money today. I made money today. Mm-hmm. We just spend more than what we make. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we have a problem making money in America. We have a problem managing our money. And the issue is that we're always a consumer. There's always going to be more consumers mm-hmm. than there is sellers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who came up with this prenup? You did? Uh, right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do numbers. <laughs> Describe myself in two words. Rich and unemployed. These stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bored. Deposit hit chicks clearing ace. Nothing void. I know that ain't my ex calling. Null and void. Where we going? Money going up. Alright, welcome to the Rich and Unemployed Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Dubaton, aka Finest. And uh, I got a very special guest today. Bro, you rich and unemployed? Of course, brother. Of course, you look like Happily. It. Happily. That Happily. Good. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's up, guys? My name is Brandon Narain, and uh, I go by Blue Nose Brandon on social media, and I'm, I'm blessed to be here, man. I'm yeah. excited. I, love, I like being around people that speak the same type of language. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for today's game, bro. Hey, what's up, bro? Now, tell us what you do, bro. So, Because uh, you look like a rapper. I, listen, I'm going to tell, tell you this, right? Mm. The new entrepreneurs, yeah, yeah. yeah we taking over. We the new rappers. We the new rappers. We the yeah, new yeah. dope boys. Yeah. The, the dope boys want to be the entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? Um, but anyways, uh, I'm actually a real estate investor. Um, I started flipping contracts, mm-hmm. uh, real estate wholesaling. And uh, from there, man, that's just what changed my life forever. Yeah. Um, I, I started to understand that it, it really doesn't take, you know, I, I could make a lot more money than I could save it. Mm-hmm. As long as I found a skill set that can pay me more on the value instead mm-hmm. of the time. So that's what I just started doing, you know, trying to figure that out. All roads kept going back to real estate. You know, we keep talking about real estate. Um, so yeah, it's leveraging two pieces of paper and uh, literally just flipping properties, bro. How long you been in the game? Um, I started in 2017 as a failed real- realtor. So um, I went and got my license to be a realtor. I couldn't find anybody to help me list their property. Yeah. And uh, at that point in time, I said, bro, there's, there's gotta be another way. I gotta bet on myself, right? I got two options, go back, you know, live a life of regret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just keep trying. So that's when I ended up finding out this loophole. When you say failed, like, how long before you, you quit? When you say quit, what you mean by quit what? I mean, you, the, the real estate, uh, the realtor. Uh, being a realtor. Yeah. So it was one year when I literally, so mind you, I'm working. So let me back up. I was actually, I became a barber, mm-hmm. right? Out of high school, I became a barber. And um, I was an apprentice. So I had to basically stay in the barber shop. I was a do boy. I had to clean the toilets, you know, wipe the stations down, help out the barbers. And then after I started learning how to cut hair, I just started to understand that that just wasn't something I wanted to do for a long mm-hmm. time. I love the freedom, but at the end of the day of coming and going, but my, my weekends were sacrificed. I would miss every barbecue, every Easter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do the things I wanted to do. So 
what I started to understand this is how my mind started to really change. I read this book called Out With The Devil. I don't know if you ever read the book before. Definitely. So I started to understand like how things were working and I started to look at everything as far as my earning capacity. What is the roof of the ceiling on what I'm doing? And with being a barber, it was more so I either had to cut more heads or I had to go ahead and turn up the price. Mm -hmm. The issue was that my competitors are right next to me. And I could be building rapport with one client for so long, and if I'm sick, they go to you now. Mm. I come back, you don't switch up on me, and I've been yeah. cutting your hair for a whole year. Mm. So there's never really no type of loyalty, you know? Everybody be cheating all their barbers sometimes, mm. right? So that's how it ended up switching over to then going back to school. I went to, you know, the whole community college route. And, uh, you know, I used to take my Pell Grant money, save it up, and try to find some little, uh, you know, investments here and there. And then that's just when I became a realtor. So it was a whole year trying to find somebody let me list their property or let me help them buy the property. And after time, I was just like, yo, this just isn't for me. I need to find something where I'm the decision maker. Because mm. when you're a realtor, you're still, it's really just a high paying job and you're only as good as your last deal, mm -hmm. you know, because of the commission. So I, I, I was like, yo, there's gotta be something else, another way where I can make money, obviously flipping properties. So that's when I was like, okay, you know what? Let me look into flipping properties, but I need a lot of money. You know, I, I need to obviously credit. I didn't have credit at that point in time. So I'm like, how else can I get started? And that's when obviously I learned about wholesaling properties. In what state? Florida, Orlando. Mm. So that's your niche. Yeah, that's that's my niche, and you know, after that, develop into other businesses as well. Wholesaling, that's the only thing you do. So basically, that's the only thing I do. But now I teach. You know, I do mindset. I mean, I do a lot of everything, right? But I don't like to talk about that, you know, because when you a master, I mean, when you, you know, you, you're, you're trying to chase all them rabbits, yeah. you're a master of none. So uh, basically, I'm just vertically integrated in real estate, bro. That's just what I like to do. It's what my passion is right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but more, more so, going back to that fail, bro, like, I started to understand that fail means fear always interrupts legacy. Mm. At that point in time, I was like, bro, I can't keep letting myself interrupt my own legacy. So, you know, yeah, real estate is just what I'm focused on. That's just what I want to do. Yo, it's funny that you mentioned um, Outwitting the Devil. Um, they banned that book from, from, from the federal system. For real? That book and uh, White Pale, you heard that White Pale Horse or something? Never What's that it. book called? White Pale Horse or, it's in prison. Well, they, they banned it. What's, yeah, yeah, they banned that from the prisons. Why? I don't know. I didn't even get a chance to read it. Maybe they don't want you to tap in with, with that other side of your mind. Maybe. That's crazy though, but I, I told myself I was gonna read it when I got out, I never got a chance to. Mm. Um, break down the wholesaling game. Um, what is wholesaling? So wholesaling essentially is where you're looking for, I'm not gonna say distressed properties, but you're looking for somebody that may have a property that's not updated, that needs to go ahead and sell at a convenience. A lot of times people say you wanna look for abandoned houses, but in all reality, an abandoned house could just be a vacation home. So you're looking for somebody that may be in a little bit of a bond, right, that may not wanna list the property for sale on the market. Mm -hmm. And you're basically just negotiating that a deal, right? Let's just say 50, 60 cents on a dollar and then you're finding somebody else to go ahead and pay you more money for that contract. Mm -hmm. It's and that simple. How do you find these people? So, man, several ways, right? So number one is you can either pull a list. Um, I like to, right now the market, you know, from the pandemic, there's a lot of forbearance that's coming into the market, which is essentially where uh, a lot of banks went ahead and said, you know what, you can go ahead and live in a property. And because of the pandemic, you go mm -hmm. ahead and pay us later, mm -hmm. right? Kind of like IOU. So some of these institutions are coming back now and saying, yo, listen, you know what I'm saying? We might need that bread. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're using a website called Citricado.com. And essentially what they target is low income and obviously pre-foreclosure, right? And mm -hmm. low credit. So we're going after these properties. Not only are we wholesaling them, we're doing what's called subject to, which is essentially where you take over the property's uh, the mortgage, 
Um, well, basically what you do is you pay the mortgage, right? And you have them deed over the house to you, right? Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me break this shit down. So basically what happens is, right, when you buy a property using traditional financing, essentially you go ahead and get what's called a deed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a title ownership. Mm-hmm. And then you get what's called mortgage or a promissory note. So the promissory note is just a promise to pay. That's the debt. Mm-hmm. The deed is basically saying I'm the owner. So what we go ahead and have them do is go ahead and deed us over the property, give us ownership of the property, and we make the payments on behalf of them to Wells Fargo. Because while they're going into pre-foreclosure, you know, for example, they might be fighting with their husband, right? The house needs a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be negative for them. So instead of them going and losing that property and getting a foreclosure on their record, we'll go ahead and take it over, paying the arrears, what they owe, and then we go ahead and cash flow that property. So we make the spread in between without having to use the bank. Are you offering them money and paying? The so, yeah. So sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we do cash for keys, right, mm-hmm. depending on what the situation is. Um, so, you know, we might say, hey, we'll give you 3K, you know what I'm saying, to vacate the property. 3, and we'll 3,000, 5,000. Yep. Yep. And the situations, we had a situation where there was actually a nurse. Um, she found out that her husband was, you know, stepping out on her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also sick for about a year. And they kind of, you know, had some hardship. They fell behind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when we reached out to them, it was really just about buying their property. We figured out that we couldn't buy their property because of the fact it didn't have t- enough equity and because of the repairs that it needed. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about it, that it was in a great area so we could cash flow. So their PITI, their, their basically what they were paying every single month, mm-hmm. was a good monthly payment for us to go ahead and rent it out for more. Right? So we actually essentially, I think at, when it was all said and done, it was like 10K. We, we basically did some lipstick, you know, a couple thousand to fix up the property, and then we just rented it out. So you approached him and said, all right, listen, you behind on payments. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay that for you. Exactly. Move out. Yes. How much you gave her? I know the episode is getting really good. Before we dive any deeper, I need to get into the sponsor for this today's episode. Being an entrepreneur, creating and maintaining a business is tough. We all know this. There's a thousand other people that's grinding just like you. What I'm getting at is you don't have to do this alone. Did you know that there's a morning call every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern? It's called The Morning Meetup, made for you. It's created by David Shans, the top entrepreneur who built multi-million dollar businesses. Yes, you heard this correctly. This is a group made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Do you feel stuck? That means you need to get into the room with high-level entrepreneurs. Get in the room Basically, if you're tired of holding your own weight and it's entrepreneurship, you need to join. www.themorningmeetup.com. Join, connect, grow. I'll see you guys there. It's back to the episode. Um, I think it was, uh, I think it was around like 5K, somewhere around like 5K. And then 5, it was 000. just, yeah, then you just have to get the uh, real estate attorney to write up a deed uh-huh. um, to basically just go ahead and do a quick claim deed. And then and a couple of the paperwork. Yeah. Let's just say, for instance, their mortgage is like... Exactly. You just double that. So, yeah, let's just say on Zillow, right, Mm -hmm. or rentalmeter.com, it says that, let's just say you can rent out the property for Mm $1,700. We go ahead and bring it up to that type of value to make sure that it is worth that as far as the rent. Mm -hmm. And then we just go ahead and lease it out. So as long as we're paying Wells Fargo or whoever they owe, Mm -hmm. most of the time they're not going to say nothing. And wait. Now, the loan that they owe, Mm -hmm. does it go into your name? Nah, so we keep it in their name. We just pay on their behalf. So, for example, like let's just say if I have a daughter, right? And the phone, AT&T is under my name. Yeah. But I'm make it's her phone, but I'm making those payments on her behalf. Mm-hmm. But it's her phone. So AT&T is not going to call me and say, hey, are you paying this for her? Nah. They just, they, all, the only thing they care about is if you're making the payments. 
all right, like, let's say if I wanted to renege and be like, yo, I'm, I don't want to do this no more. Six exactly. Six months in, a year in. Yeah. So we have what's called a limited power attorney, right? Mm -hmm. So number one, they did it over the property to us. So that means that we obviously own the property on paper. Mm -hmm. But we have limited power attorney um, that basically states that we can go ahead and talk on your behalf as far as with the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So if they were to renege, there is what's called a do on sale clause. So essentially the way you could go ahead and get messed up with this is that the, the, the mortgage company finds out that they quote unquote deed it over the property to you. And at that time you would have to assume the mortgage. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, there's a couple options. They may want you to go ahead and deed it back. Or, you know, if you don't assume it, you know, you may have to purchase it, which is what's called a do on sale clause. You may have to just buy it mm -hmm. for whatever, you know, you owe. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's actually a bunch of times that once you understand it, and if you do this correctly, being transparent, you're letting them know, hey, listen, I'm going to be taking care of you for the next six, seven years or however long, you know, this mortgage is. Mm -hmm. But some people may say, well, listen, why, you know, why would somebody do that? Well, you got to understand that property, we had to give her money to move out. And then we also had to go ahead and bring it back up to standard. Mm -hmm. So my equity, my skin in the game, I don't want to lose that money. So, of course, I want to make those payments on my behalf. Right, right, right. Now... It's crazy. Okay, so how long does it take for you to get your money back? Because, like, if you're only making double, okay, I bet. If you only $3,000, right? You gave her $3,000, you put maybe another, let's say, 10 grand, 10,000, you and 13 in the hole. Now, it's going to take you maybe about a year to make the money back. 100%. But that's exactly what a rental is, right? A cash flow producing asset. So let's just say it takes you one year. But after that, let's just say if you owe, you know, let's just say there's 15 more years on a mortgage. The rest of that is straight cash flow, obviously behind your taxes, right? Behind all the stuff that you have to go ahead and do. So once again, this is just another rental. But the good thing about it is that you took over the mortgage. So you didn't have to qualify for that. You didn't have to essentially um, um, put any credit up. You didn't yeah. have to put a huge down payment. Mm -hmm. And now your debt to income ratio doesn't say that you owe Wells Fargo 100000 Yeah. Okay. Got you. How'd you learn this game, bro? Man, honestly, through wholesaling. So the best way to learn about real estate investing, bro, is wholesaling. And here's why. Number one is low barrier to entry, right? Just because of the fact that you don't need a license. Mm -hmm. um, you don't need to have any prior experience. Mm -hmm. And... As you start to wholesale, as you start to learn the game, you really start to understand how to value properties. You start to learn how to make offers on properties. Mm -hmm. um, and you start to obviously do what? Sell the properties to investors. Yeah. So as you start to leverage the play, right, like what I would do is I would be like, man, I'm going to give you, I'm going to cut you a deal. I want 200000 for this property. I know you're saying you, you know, you'll do 197. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and give it to you at 197. But can I go ahead and shadow you as you flip this property? Mm. So at that point in time, what I'm doing is I'm selling him the, the, the actual property, right? No money down, obviously flipping just a contract. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going and watching him throughout the process of flipping the actual property. Yeah. So now I'm asking questions like, yo, the contractors or even him, yo, how, how much does it typically cost to put on a roof? You know, why, why do all your properties have a red door? Yeah. You know, why do you guys always use this type of, you know, flooring? Mm -hmm. And then that's where you start to truly learn how they, how they do what they do. So now you're making capital mm -hmm. and you now, when, the, when opportunities do come, you can say, you know what, I'm gonna keep this one mm -hmm. and I'm gonna just leave this one. So you start to build wealth mm -hmm. as you're building capital. Mm -hmm. So like basically anyone can get in this game like with no type of not with not a lot of capital yeah um not a lot of credit yeah right? you just hop in the game find somebody that really need the money and 
Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. And this is what I tell people, right? Can anybody get in this game? No. Only if you know how to follow directions. If you're a human being that knows how to follow directions Mm -hmm. and you have a why, what hurts you, you know, you have a motivator. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's not easy. The concept is simple, but it's not easy. And I'm going to tell you because of the fact that you do have to go through a lot of rejection. You got to cold call people. You might have to text blast people, right? Mm -hmm. But the good thing about it is that when you break it down, my biggest deal was $70,000. Just one flip. $70,000. $70,000. So let's just say I had to make 150 calls, 200 calls. You do the math. How much was it? How much did I get paid per call to get that deal? Right, right, right. That's if you if you made 150 calls, do you divide 70? $70,000. I would say I don't yeah, pull out the calculator, bro. <laughs> pull out the calculator, I hurt bro. My brain trying to do this shit. 70 Oh, shit. Sure. 70 divided by 150. Basically $466 a call. Think about that. Mm-hmm. So if you're working at the average telemarketing company, yeah. you're not getting paid 40, $466 per call. Mm-hmm. You're not also getting paid to learn how to really re, uh, invest in the real estate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously go ahead and pick the cream of the crop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the, the reason why I love this, this, this niche, bro. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned... You know, they got to be a great listener and they got to have a why motivator. What was your why? What was your motivator? Man, honestly, so I'm just a, a regular kid, bro, from Queens, New York. Um, I was How raised, um, I'm, I just turned 30. I was so young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a regular kid from Queens, New York. And um, I was raised by a single mother, mm-hmm. um, worked paycheck to paycheck, work her, work her ass off. Um, she had me at 22 years old. And uh, uh, my grandma was there, you know, I'm a grandma's boy. So shout out to all the grandma's boys, right? But yeah, that was, that was just me. My grandma worked in the hotel industry. Um, so that was my why, bro. Um, I didn't have my father in my life. I met him, you know, when I was 13 years old. And then I found out that my dad did real estate and that he actually was rich. Damn. Um, my mom was actually, um, you know, basically uh, the, the girl that he would go out to Queens to see. He's from the Bronx. And uh, I'm, the, I'm just a middle child. So after he had me, you know, he stepped out on his wife. After he had me, you know, I'm over there living, you know, not in the best situations. I shared a bedroom with my grandma to the age of 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I met my dad, I'm like, wow, this is all new to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was my why. My why was number one, which I don't recommend to do, but my why was to go ahead and prove to people around me, like my family, and most importantly, my father, that, I, that we didn't need him. Mm. When you met him at 13, though, was it like, you know, y'all, y'all rekindled and now y'all father and son and like building a relationship now? Yeah, great question. Nah, I mean, honestly, yeah, when we first met, it was like, wow, I was just so, you know, fathomed by, by like, I've never seen somebody have so much success and yeah. it's this new relationship. You know, you mm-hmm. my father, I never had that. Um, but then years after, it's, it's just crazy, bro, because one of the things... That, that, that a lot of people don't know is that money cannot fix relationships. Mm. Success doesn't fix relationships, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so whatever, you know, he had going on, it didn't, it didn't, it, it hasn't changed yeah. much because of what, you know, his core values and how he moves throughout his life. Mm. So, so yeah, we actually don't have a great relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I would recommend, and that's why I said I wouldn't do that, it's because of the fact that a lot of the times you want to go hard because of the fact that you're trying to prove to somebody, yeah. you know, that you are worthy. 
right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, what you need to do is prove to yourself that you're worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, me versus me. Mm-hmm. Because at that point in time, I remember, you know, grinding, 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 success came. Mm-hmm. And then I was just more so like, damn, yo, I feel like nothing has really changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is you lose that motivator. That why goes away. Now mm-hmm. you got to find another why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You ever been in that position? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy that you say that, though. Like, you know, you would they had this other guy come on here and he was like, you know, I wanted to get rich because, you know, like I wanted my dad to, to see that I was successful. And you're gonna get to a point where, okay, once you meet that, once you meet that 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 fulfillment, mm-hmm. it's like now you have no no reason no more. It's it's nothing exactly like, like you you don't want it like you don't. It was, what's gonna motivate you to even go further in life? Like you already accomplished this. It's like now you need another uh, push drug or some shit like that. Yeah, like you drug. need another high, another yeah. endorphin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, yeah. at at the age of thirteen, like how long did y'all like you know? So, yeah, so he um, literally just one day showed up, you Mm -hmm. know, I was in, I I currently live in Orlando, so he just one day showed up, and um, my mom was like, yo, this is your dad, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know, and then I started spending um, summers with him Mm -hmm. in New York, and then um, at that point in time, I think it was probably to around the age of like 15, 16, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm in high school now, whatever, so Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to really see him like that anymore. Mm Um, and then when I did go, you know, it, it just wasn't a connection. I don't, I don't know you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I can't really relate. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I started playing basketball because um, I wanted to stay out of jail when mm. I was like 16, and I got to a point where basketball, like, I only wanted to be like a, a great basketball player because my dad and my mom like hated me going to jail. So I was like, all right, let me let me become a great basketball, and I really became good, and then. I just stopped. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't a thrill anymore. Like I don't, I don't have dreams of becoming an NBA player. I just quit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? and 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 didn't have any type of motivation. Like that's kind of the same scenario though. Like a lot of people try to prove themselves for other people or for social media. Yeah, or for like you know like their boyfriend, girlfriend, or some shit like that. Like a lot of people do that. And once once you fulfill that, you'll fall off real quick. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. You got to have that constant mm-hmm. energy flowing through you. And mm-hmm. the only way for you to really get that back up is to have people in your circle that has that same type of mindset. You got to be on that same type of frequency. If not, you know, yeah, for sure. You'll get stagnant. You know, you'll procrastinate. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, man. A lot of the times, you know, you may have that thousand bucks you get from your income tax, that yeah. that thousand bucks that you may get from, you know, your Pell Grant going to school. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, yo, I got some cushion. So yeah, when you're yeah. a successful entrepreneur and you you know you see what you got in your, in your bank account mm-hmm. and your why kind of goes away, you you like man I got a couple days, yeah. I got it, and then those days turn into weeks, those weeks turn into months, mm-hmm. and then you looking at it, you're like damn hold on I got to get back on my, my my pivot. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to get back on my thing. Like I never want to try to get like comfortable with money, right? It was at a point where like um, when like when I first got out of prison, and um, I was trying not to go back to like the legal shit, mm-hmm. and it was hard at, at one point. And I would, I'd be at a point where like I would, I'll be at like my last, mm. and then I'd be like, "Yo, I do not want to, I don't want to do it. Don't want to do it." And out of nowhere, you know, what I'm saying some bread coming. I'm like, "I right, bet this could, this could fulfill me until then." But it's, it still never was enough money. Like I had to force myself to be like, "Yo, I can't, I can't do it, bro." Well, that's how I really came to start doing this shit because this kind of gave me that push. Like, you know what? 
Yeah. I finally, I, I got this this vision of like what I possibly could do. Then I got these um, mentors that that's showing me bread. Like anybody that I interviewed on here, like showed me like their success, showed me numbers and stuff. Like, yo, I don't need to like do nothing illegal anymore. That's, yeah. Ever. You sponsored by God, bro. You feel me? That's one of my taglines, sponsored by sponsored God. Sponsored by God, and I felt like it was just the universe, it was just God, like, all right, listen, here, here's, here's something to motivate you to not go back, yeah. 5,000, 10,000. Yeah. And I'd be like, bet, thank you, yeah. you know what I mean? Do you got a, a child? No, no mm. kids, no kids. How do you feel though when, when you do have a child? Like, how do you think that relationship gonna be? Um, it's gonna be great, bro. Mm. It's gonna be great because of the fact that I'm gonna do everything that my father didn't do for me. Yeah. You know, and then another thing, you know, my mom being a single parent, she had to play both roles. So a lot of the times, you know, she trying to be tough on me, you know, she whooping my ass, mm -hmm. you know. So it was one of those things that I want to make sure that I play my role yeah. and my lady plays her role, but I'm going to be there 100%. I, for me, it's about leaving a legacy. And of course, I want to leave them, you know, a bunch of uh, real estate. I want to leave them a bunch of money, whatever yeah. the case may be. But I mostly want to go ahead and teach them family values, mm -hmm. financial literacy, mm -hmm. right? How to treat people, how to treat women, how to treat men, mm -hmm. right? Things like that. Because of the fact that once you learn how to fish, you don't need nobody else to give you. So and that's another thing, right, is learning the real estate game, especially wholesaling. You know, we, we actually buy properties or get them under contract from people all the time that end up losing their life and then their son inherits the property. Mm -hmm. And because they don't, they don't appreciate the fact that mom yeah. or dad worked that whole time, mm -hmm. they just give it up. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Okay, how do you feel about you know, having children and leaving them all this? And like they didn't have to, you know, they basically had a, a silver spoon. They didn't have to work for nothing. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be one thing. I'm gonna try my hardest to make sure that, yeah. you know, they still they still got that grunt in them, right? Mm -hmm. So like this is one thing me and my lady was going back and forth with. You know, she was like, Yo, I wanna I wanna have the kids in private school. And I said, No, nah, they gotta be in public school. Yeah. Like, because I feel like you get that grit because the world is public school, right? Like, you know, bullies, unfortunately, mm -hmm. right? Going through different types of cliques, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Not being a yes man all the time and having, having a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the times, you know, private school, in my opinion, can do that for you. It's a bubble that could be fake. Yeah, yeah. So my opinion, you know, that's things that we talk about saying, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do for our children, making sure that, you know, we're aligned in what we want to do for them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's, it's giving them you know, leaving them something behind, but I don't think it's gonna be money. I think it's more so maybe companies, assets, things of that mm -hmm. nature, mm -hmm. so they can grow in appreciation. Because if you don't work for the money, it's gonna be very hard for you to appreciate it. Very hard. That's just like a scammer that just came up on a million dollars. 100%. Don't know what to do with it, don't know how to uh, interact with money, don't know how, to, how money flows, don't know how mm -hmm. to make more money, and you just yeah. spend, spend, spend. I call that the prenup. See, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of men and women, we have prenut. Mm -hmm. And the prenut is, you know, you make whatever your job gives you, mm -hmm. and you just got that prenut, you just want to spend it. Mm -hmm. you, you immediately got some money, you need that instant gratification of, you know, that buy one, get one at the mall. Mm -hmm. You need that instant gratification of the new Gucci mm -hmm. that in all reality you didn't need. Mm -hmm. So the issue is like, we, we all make money. You make money, you mm -hmm. made money today. I made money today. Mm -hmm. We just spend more than what we make. So it's not that we have a problem making money in America. We have a problem managing our money. And the issue is that we're always a consumer. There's always going to be more consumers mm -hmm. than there is sellers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who came up with this prenup? You did? Uh, right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do numbers. <laughs> a prenup. Yeah, you get, yeah. But, but it's the truth, though. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, 
I, I've been there. You know, yeah. you get that quick bag that maybe you didn't do a lot of work for, or maybe you did do a lot of work for. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, boom. Mm. I'm buying, 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 buying. Yep. And then that's what, that's what happens. Then you're on paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. So listen, if you're paying rent, if you had an apartment, you had a condo, and you're paying rent, and you're paycheck to paycheck, you're one paycheck from being homeless. The same Facts. person that's on the streets. Facts. Factuals. I was in that position before, though. Um, and we've all been there. I come from that. I mm -hmm. understand it. Mm -hmm. And this is just what I wasn't taught. I just wasn't taught that. But like I said, what I've become a master at is looking around at other people and saying, I'm going to take the good, but I'm also going to take the bad and not do that. That's a fact. I had to learn. I had to learn, bro. I had to lose it all and be like, you know what? Next time I get this bag, I know exactly what to do with it. And I preach this to, like, to a lot of people, like a lot of like my homies, family. Like, listen, this money is a tool. If you don't use it the correct way, if you go out there and spend it on just frivolous shit, you're going to be right back to zero. And it's hard to just get a bag again. Bro, people will help you spend money, but they won't help you make money. <laughs> Say that again, bro. <laughs> people will help you spend money, but they won't help you make money. As soon as you're on top, they come in. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times you got to understand that the vision that you have that's the vision that God gave you. Mm -hmm. So when you got that new podcast you're trying to start, when you got that new, well, how's your little business doing, right? Yeah. They can't see that. That's like giving them your bifocals and saying, yo, look at that. You see that planet? And they don't see it. Mm -hmm. So you're talking to somebody that's, that's dealing with their own past trauma. Mm -hmm. That's why success rings bells and success, you know, ain't no, bro, ain't nobody wanted to go ahead and, and, and take me out the coffee when I was broke. I was working two jobs and going to community college. Mm -hmm. Nobody wanted a piece of my mind then. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody want to link up with me when I first started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man, it's getting crazy right now. It's getting crazy, but I understand the game. You know, that's just what it is. People, they, they attract to success, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, they want to be around. Like, now that you look like this, oh, you now you got information. Now, mm -hmm. now I want to be around you so I can, I can uh, uh, get this energy, too. Exactly. So how is it for you now? Like... Not that you're, you're Man, this. humbly, I'm blessed, bro. Mm. Blessed. Um, like I said, one of my taglines is sponsored by God. I started to understand that luck isn't a factor. Mm. As long as you understand that your timing never works, but God's timing always works. Yeah. See, here's the thing, and I, I already know it's going, what I'm going to say is going to resonate with you, right? If I would have had success at the time that I wanted it, I would have blew it all. Mm. And I'm pretty sure because why the mindset I had, mm -hmm. I had a poor mindset, passing over opportunities repeatedly, mm -hmm. right? And I was, I was living the scam, mm -hmm. the scam life. I, like the true scam is going to the club, paying $250 for the Hennessy bottle, knowing at the corner it's $45. Keep going. Un understanding, right, that you over there trying to impress people mm -hmm. at the club that wouldn't even come to your funeral. See, I'm going to keep it a bean, right? When I was younger, I literally used to go to the club, buy a bottle with all my friends, and don't even drink. Just to go ahead and show the authority that I was the one doing it. Now, the crazy thing was that, that was, I was living at home. Yeah. So I could spend that money, mm -hmm. and I would be broke the next week. Mm -hmm. But I'm at, the, I'm at the club, I'm looking like you, bro. Mm -hmm. And the craziest thing is when you have that mindset, you go into the club, and what's the... See, a lot of the times people go, man, we got to keep it a bean on here. A lot of times when you go to clubs, especially when I was younger, who, we looking at first, who we looking at? What, uh, what, who, what, what these fellas got on, man? Hey, I'm shitting on him. Yep. I'm shitting on him. 
And then you might look at the females. Mm-hmm. It's competition. It's competition. Mm-hmm. But once you, talk, once you start to understand that the average person lives to 77, and after the age of 36, 37, you have more past and future, you're not going to care about that. Mm. I think people still care about it. Yeah, and, and, and some people do. Mm-hmm. And until you realize that. What you said was, uh, you said God, you said something about success. Mm-hmm. Um, that your timing mm-hmm. is never the right timing, but God's timing is always the right time. So my story, right, when I was, when I was making bank, right, I had, this, I had this grand idea in my head that I was going to make about 250000 a month, of, like scamming. Mm-hmm. That was the goal. And when the feds came, I was like, yo, why did this happen to me? I was, I was almost at that mark. You know, I was making like almost hundred grand a month. Mm. And when the feds came and I went to prison, I was just sitting back like, yo, why did this happen to me? Like everything was going so good. I'm making all this money. I'm taking care of all these people. And that happened and I lost it all. But like in the position I'm in now, I would rather be here making whatever I'm making Yeah, now, making less. Making less. Or more, whatever. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Making way, like, because I understand the potential. I, I, I'm, I'm probably close to like a hundred mil contract, right? The way I'm going. Like, and then I don't got to look behind my back no more. Like, exactly. that life is some bullshit, right? Exactly. God was telling me like, yo, that's not your route to success, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You learned from that. I learned a lot from that. I learned about business. I learned about people. I learned how to manage people. I learned how to uh, start businesses, credit, whatever. I learned a lot doing that stuff, but... That wasn't my route to success. This right here, God is telling me, like, this is, this is it. This is your path. This is what I got for you. Man, listen, this is what I tell people all the time. Stop using God as an emergency call. Mm. A lot of the times when we down and out, yeah, right, yeah. that's when you want to go ahead and call them. Mm. Hey, God, <laughs> man, listen, if you get me out of this one. Yeah, if you get me out of God, this God, listen, one. <laughs> as, long, as, long as, as long as this HIV test say negative, <laughs> please, God. Or, hey, listen, man, as long as they don't got me on that footage, please, God. Guess I what won't we do. ever do it again. Guess what we do? Go right back. What little baby said? <laughs> Come on, man. So the thing is, you got to stop doing that. But here's, I want to say something to everybody out here listening, right? If you're scamming, right, you might be doing your thing in the streets, right, moving whatever you're moving, mm-hmm. right? It's a life of scam. Still confused about money. You're confused about how money works. And in all reality, you have way more hustle, right, than a lot of entrepreneurs because we're risking our life. We're actually risking our money mm-hmm. while you're risking your life. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that understand, listen, my cousin just got shot on that corner. Yeah. And they're willing to go to that corner, back to that corner knowing somebody just got shot, then go ahead and start an LLC. Facts. Because they're more scared of, of, of winning in life than knowing what they know already. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would agree with me. No, I definitely agree with you. But I think it's 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 what people are used to. Exactly, and it's and that's that's the and you can't blame somebody for that. You can't if you don't have an example in life. If you don't, it's if, hard. If, if nobody showed you, yeah, you might say yeah, go start an LLC. But in their mind, it's like, man, how? How? It's difficult. But I seen homie did this, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. This is how he came up. I know, I know this route. Let me go ahead and do that. That's a fact. Some people just don't have the example, bro. You gotta, you gotta get around people, man. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. You're an example, I'm an example, mm-hmm. that you can go ahead and turn it around. Mm-hmm. You could always restart your life. Always. I'm talking about you can wake up literally tomorrow mm-hmm. and make a decision like, Facts. yo, I'm doing this, this is, this is what I'm gonna do. And that's exactly what I did. Like, well, I did that on the bunk bed. Like, yeah. you know what, when I get out this month, okay. Yeah, you on go mode. I'm on go. Yeah. I'm on go, I've been doing this for a year, bro. And this shit doing well for me. And bro. nowadays, man, you can get rich in three, four, five months. It's crazy. It sounds like scam numbers, but you can really get lit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
How did you get rich? Man, listen, I'm going to tell you how. So number one, delayed gratification. Mm. Delayed gratification. I'm going to give you the recipe to actually accumulating some money, yo. Number one, sacrifice. That's key. Relationships, your girl, your boyfriend, your mom, your sister, whoever the case may be, they just not going to understand, yo. They're not going to understand. They, they can't see those bifocals. They just don't see what you see. And once again, yo, I heard, I heard a so-and-so that did that. Mm-hmm. And they failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So number one, sacrifice. You got to sacrifice your weekends. You got to sacrifice the drinking. You got to sacrifice the clubs. You got to sacrifice sex. Whatever your addiction is, you got to go ahead and be addicted to, to winning. Mm-hmm. Number two, consistency. I understand that if I do not quit, I can't lose. That's just it. I don't even care if you're better than me at what you do. Mm-hmm. I just know if I go one, one more time, I'll, I'll still beat you because I went one more time. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then last but not least is delayed gratification. You, you might see me on here right now with some shiny things, but you got to understand, I had more than a quarter million dollars in my bank account and I was riding around in a faded infinity. <laughs> I just now started doing this. Why? Because even as I started to learn you know, how to use my money, I still wasn't doing it right. I still wasn't doing right tax, tax write-offs correctly. I wasn't leveraging credit correctly. Yeah. I've, been, I've been teaching myself as I go. See, a lot of times, we, you, know, you might be making some money, but then you get that tax bill, right? Mm-hmm. Or you don't even know how, you gotta write your whole joint off because of the fact that you don't even know, you, you was like, damn, I don't even know how to do this. Mm-hmm. So I've been learning as I started going. So essentially, it was literally closing deal after deal, grinding it out since 2017. After, after I failed being a realtor, Started grinding out. And then when I started doing this, I started to understand business. So what is business? Business is just literally solving a problem for somebody else. So what I started to do is, as I started to go through my businesses, right, my first thing was I'm working multiple jobs. I can't be picking up the phone trying to get to these homeowners. Mm. So I started leveraging technology. So as I started leveraging technology, what I started doing how do I stay consistent? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlay, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Listen, I got to document the process. Because I can, I can only be as good as myself yesterday, yeah. right? So I'm going Facebook Live. The only person on there is my mom and my girl. 
right? But at least I know yesterday I worked, so it gives me another opportunity to mm -hmm. go ahead and do it today. So I started leveraging technology, and then as I started to get a little bit more traction on Facebook and Instagram, people started seeing my wins. They said, yo, how do I get started? I said, bro, technology. If you got a job, you got to use what's called a CRM, okay? Mm -hmm. Then they said, well, what CRM do you use? I said, damn, I don't even know. So I gave them a CRM. At that point in time, I started charging them for the CRM. Created a business out of a problem that I had, knowing that they're probably going to have that problem. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I just started creating more businesses off of my problems. And obviously, people started winning and making money off the same problems that I had because they had those problems. Why did you drive around that car you had 250000 <sighs> Delayed gratification. You gotta understand that sometimes we have so much fear. And let's break down fear, right? Fe think about what fear is, bro. Fear is literally something in the future that hasn't even happened. A lot of the times we confuse fear with life and death situations. Fear is knowing that the Fed's gonna come for you and you can't, you sweating. Yeah. That's, that's real fear because your life is on the line. That's fear. <laughs> Yeah. But imagine you take $10,000 mm -hmm. and invest it into a business. I mean, you're scared to do that because of the fact that you think you're going to fail and be broke. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you this much. Keep it in your bank account. That ten grand is still going to be gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me know if I'm lying. Facts. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that was literally it. That was literally it. It's just understanding that I just, I was still fearful, bro, of, of being successful. Sometimes you, you scared of how big you can get yeah. because of the pressure. Sometimes we look at it and it's like, damn, bro, LeBron been winning for damn near almost three decades or two decades. Yeah. You know, you got to imagine how much pressure he has. If he does less than 15 points, he's trash. Facts. Even though the rest of the league is doing 15 points. Right, right. So now understanding that as an entrepreneur, there's so much pressure. I tell people all the time, bro. Listen, they're going to hate me for this. You want me to say it? I tell people all the time that there is nothing harder than being a male minority entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. As a male, we have to provide for our family and wake up every day like there ain't nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. As a minority, obviously, we got to work our way onto the table. And as an entrepreneur, we are getting beat up every single day. Right now, I could be looking at you looking like this, but I could have took an L of $30,000. And I got to act like it's all good mm. and get it back tomorrow. I got to bring myself up. Mm -hmm. And listen, my peers, my family, they might not even know what's going on. You don't even want to talk about it. We don't even, we don't <laughs> even, bring, we don't even bring them situations up. Because what's the whole point of bringing it up? You know what I mean? Why? My conversation about how I just lost a deal for 30K or how XYZ just happened and I just, you know, something went left versus you complaining about, you know, shorty at your job yeah. in your ear. It's just different. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, respectfully. It's different. It's different. You ever got one of these friends, man, that just call you about nothing? Like, call you about nothing, bro. Like, just to talk about some bullshit. And sometimes it, it hurts me when I pick up, like, I don't want to pick up the phone, but I ain't picked up the phone in two, three days, so I got to. Like, yo, what's good? Yeah. And I'm just on a different type of time. Like, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> the best thing they ever made was that D&D. Man. Best thing they ever made was that D&D. <laughs> Damn, bro. I be feeling bad, bro. Let me ask you a question, right? How do you deal with friends, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't know. But a lot of my friends been saying that I've changed. They haven't told me. Mm -hmm. But 
I started to kind of explain myself, and I thought, man, that was kind of stupid, explaining myself to myself. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where, I'm sorry, we just don't align anymore with the same recreational activities. That's right. Like, you don't play basketball as much anymore, right, I assume? I still play basketball. Okay. But if you stopped, if you stopped, would you still be talking to everybody that plays basketball? No. Probably not. No. So yeah. a lot of the times, it's like, it's not that I changed, it's just... I just don't play spades anymore. Right, right. I, I don't talk mm -hmm. about you know going to the club and yeah. being with women anymore. We can't connect how we used to connect. Exactly. Right. Like yeah, we're still friends, but what you're talking about doesn't excite me anymore. And what I might bring up, you just kind of don't know. You bring up real estate to one of your homies, it's like, bro, what are you talking about? Exactly. Like, I'm trying to put you on. Yeah, like yeah. I'm telling you about my problems, but like what I'm on right now, like my homies, they might call me about girls or like. You know, like the drugs they be doing. It just be like just like gossip in the hood. Yeah. Yo, I didn't been in, I ain't been in the hood in ten years, bro. I don't care what they doing, and I just be sitting on the phone like, bro, I'm I'm gonna spend this this few minutes with you because if you die tomorrow, I will feel bad. You know, like you're homie. But when it comes to change, like we're, we're not we're not meant to stay the same. It it would it would be a dis a disservice to myself if I stayed the same. Yeah. I'm here on this planet to to grow, yeah. right? To evolve, to make more money, mm -hmm. to, to be successful, to leave a legacy. And sometimes you're gonna have to leave some people behind. I don't wanna keep that same energy. You don't. You remember that whole thing? Yeah, keep that same energy. I don't. Right. I don't wanna keep it. <laughs> I wanna evolve. And my main thing is to like, bro, I can make new friends. Not not to say that I don't care about my friends, but listen, it's billions of people on this planet. Yeah. I can't be trying to satisfy everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm gonna drive myself crazy trying to trying to satisfy my family, the friends, girls. Everything. Yo, listen, girls that be on my line, like, listen, I can meet another one of you. But this right here, this opportunity, what I got going on, I might not get another chance to to like do a podcast or like be famous. I gotta put my all into this right here. And if you don't understand that, then it's all good. It's all good. That's that's one thing as well. A lot of the times what I noticed, man, I was a yes man. Yes. A being a right. yes man or being a yes woman will leave you broke. Mm -hmm. And a lot of a lot of y'all don't know it, but the city that you in, that day to day that you've been used to, yeah, is keeping you broke. Mm -hmm. Because we hear about this all the time, right? If you around three millionaires and you're the fourth, you bound to be the fourth one. Right. If you're the smartest person in that room, you need to leave that room. Mm -hmm. And I started to understand, like literally, God forbid, if something happens to me, all I ask God is to give me my relationships. Let me just get my phone number, my, mm -hmm. my phone. Mm -hmm. Right. Let me get my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm good. Right. Because networking and just that's one, one product that you can never go broke is intellectual property. Mm -hmm. And we spend so much time investing in how we look, eating trash food, consuming bad, horrible shit. Mm -hmm. But we never take the time to go ahead and invest into our actual brain. No, that's what I live by, bro. Like evolving. Right. Like, I try to preach, like, health, but that's not, like, a cool thing. Like, Hell no. It ain't a cool thing, but I know I got to I know I gotta look this way. I know I got I to gotta, I gotta talk some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Entertain Bro. people. And then, and then I got to put the real shit in front of them. Like, yo, listen, this is how I'm really living. Like, yo, listen, like, I don't eat meat. You know what I'm saying? I don't eat fast food. Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But they're not going to take it. <laughs> if, if I'm just preaching this shit all day, they ain't trying to hear that shit. Today's episode is brought to you by Rich and Unemployed Clothing. Listen, have you guys checked out the website? Have you guys copped some merch? You can do so while watching this episode right now. So if you haven't done so, go ahead. It's right there at the bottom. Go ahead, click, 
Go to the website. Go ahead and copy some merch, man. We got these new hoodies in. We got headscarves in. We got hats. We got caps. We got the black and gold rich and unemployed cap. So make sure you guys tap in. Grab you some merch while watching this episode. Because, listen, I'm giving it to you. Giving it to you good. Wait, pause. All right, back to the episode. Man, listen. This, this bust down chain, this ain't for me. This for you. That's a fact. I understand that if I don't have this on, you're going to keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. This designer clothes, it ain't for me. It's for you. Because mm-hmm. I understand what marketing is. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm sitting there talking like the guy from the Holiday Inn, talking about real estate, you're just going to keep going. That's a fact. And it's unfortunate that, that it's like that, but this, mm-hmm. it's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the, the marketer always beats the educator, right? Mm-hmm. When the educator isn't marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I had read this one article. Uh, I think it was, I can't remember the guy's name. But um, basically the story was, it was it was two authors. It was the guy that wrote, um, I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, yeah. Great um, book. Basically the lady, she was having trouble selling her books. And um, she was kind of mad at the, the guy. Mm-hmm. He was like, he said, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to be the best author. I'm here to be the best seller. Mm. You can you can write all these books and try to be the best author, but I'm the I'm the marketer. I know that I need to get in front of these people. I need I need to have the, that best title. Title matters, right? My image matters, matters. right? Yes. I don't gotta be the best educator. You don't gotta know really shit about. It. You just <laughs> gotta know the, the 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 simple things. Fact. And just look like you know what you're talking about. It, they gonna tap in with you, bro. They tap in with them. It, yeah. Listen, if you wanna get tapped in, bro, get your teeth done. What? Best, best investment ever. Man. People ask me all the time, Brandon, what is your favorite investment? Once you get these veneers, I promise you, there is nothing that you cannot do. You can literally have no, no hairline. Right? You, 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 it, the beard can be undone. Right? Mm. Your drip can be whatever. But once you open up that, that smile, they see them porcelain, you feel like a thousand bucks. Bro, when I went and got my teeth done, I felt like literally nobody could tell me nothing. I still feel that way. Yo. I, I love smiling and being happy. <laughs> Am I lying? Yo, I get on this camera and I be looking at my teeth. I be like, damn, I'm glad I spent this bread. Best investment I could have ever Best done, ever. bro. Best ever. Mm. And it's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'd never go back. Yeah, I never, never go, back. never go back. Never go back, bro. Like this, I was, I was made to have these teeth, bro. <laughs> real talk. Bro. Born for these teeth. <laughs> for real. This is, yeah. This is, this is my meta teeth. Your meta teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should look good. Too. You could have done you. that. Um, I actually got them done in Orlando. Damn, them bitches look fire. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. But uh, I actually wanted to ask you, right? Obviously, I'm not, I'm not single, man. You single? Yeah, I'm single. You hesitated. I'm very single. I'm very okay, single. Okay, okay. Very single. <laughs> How y'all do it, man? Listen, if I if I just happen to be single in these times, bro, yeah, I don't I don't know if I would make it, bro. I don't know if I'd be able to take any any woman seriously just because of the status quo that I'm seeing online. Yeah. And then not only that, it's like, you know, now that I have success, I don't know what you really like me for. Well, um, I take it with a grain of salt, man. Like I understand, like, okay, I'm this guy online and people are attracted to that, right? And I try not to take anything serious. So I'm, I'm a different type of dater. Like, I'm really just straight on focus, but I understand I got to fill that void sometimes, right? I got a, a, a need that I got to fill. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when I date, it's really just for that purpose. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to do anything serious. I'm not trying to, like, really get to know a person for real. It's really just to, to, to get me 
The instant satisfaction. Basically, to, yeah. to keep me going. Keep it a bean. It's just to keep me going, really. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I can't just be, you know, to myself yeah. and. Yeah. You a Red Bull, baby. Yeah. You yeah. just a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> now, Energy I booster. Because I, I, I don't get it, man. Listen, the, the, great, the greatest women are, are the women that you don't have to impress. Right. That, that's a fact. And I would rather meet someone that I meet, like, somewhere regular, grocery store, you know what yeah. I'm saying, plain Jane that I don't know nothing about me, that I know that you, you like me for me. Yeah. And I don't want you to see my car, my crib, you know what I'm saying, the jewelry, because that's, I want you to like me plain. Yeah. And then once I start getting to know Showing, you, yeah. right, and, and I open you up to this type of shit, I'm like, oh, damn, all right, that's just a bonus. Yeah. You like me for me, but now this shit is just a bonus. But no, nah, it's definitely hard to date out here because, but you know, guys don't care about that. And that's, see, listen, fellas, I'm gonna tell you this right now, man. If you, if you out here chasing women, you you ch you chasing the wrong checkbox, bro. The, the wrong checkbox. the wrong one. Once you get success, guys, there's nothing that that everything is gonna come, and a lot of it is gonna be. You see, when you get quick success, right? That's the devil trying to go ahead and, and corrupt your mind, mm -hmm. right? Quick success, it it, it builds ego. Yeah. Slow success builds character. Mm -hmm. So you gotta understand something like that. Everything that you want is on the other side of you being successful, being consistent. But I just, man, I was looking at an article the other day. This, this another young lady, man, lost her life due to a, a botched BBL. Mm. And for me, it's like, listen, I know I understand that men out here like that type of look, but don't fall for that. If, if a man can't like you for who you are, then, then listen, hold your ground. It just is what it is. Right? It just is what it is. But on the, verse, on the flip side, you got to also understand, right? That women have the luxury to fuck anybody that they want, mm. but men have the luxury to marry anybody that they want. Mm. So, baby, you could keep doing what you're doing out in these streets, <laughs> but the only sucker that's going to give you that ring is going is gonna to be that dude that just, he just ain't it. Mm -hmm. so you got to understand, like, listen, do your thing, right? Keep that Red Bull energy booster, yeah. but understand that you got you to gotta have that avatar and make sure, because I, I've seen it all the time, man. I run into people that have, you know, baby mama drama. Mm -hmm. And they say one of the worst things that they ever did was, you know, they just didn't vet this person long enough. Mm -hmm. They love their child, but their life is crazy because mm -hmm. of this person or baby daddy drama. How long you been in a relationship? Th uh, 13 years. 13 years? 13 years. Because you were 17? 16. Yep. Damn. It's going to be 14 years soon. Yep. I don't know where to start. Um... Man, listen, I'll tell you this much. The key, <laughs> the key to staying together with somebody is you got to always keep on dating. Dating that person. Keep dating. Whatever you was doing when you first got started, you got whatever, however y'all fell in love, you got to keep doing that. You got to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Women want just, what, what women want, they want you to make sure that you are listening ear. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, you know, we be on our phone, we just be watching TV. Women want you to kind of pay attention sometimes, yo. Mm -hmm. They want you to kind of like, okay, I'm paying attention to the, to the stuff that you got going on. Yeah. Right? Fill up that gas tank. Mm -hmm. Take them grocery shopping real quick. Yo, here's the Amex. Just do you. Mm -hmm. Right? That type of things. And then obviously security. Financial security. I tell you this much, man. When you don't have no money, that, that breeds a lot of divorce, yo. You could love somebody, but money, money will go ahead and fuck up your whole, the whole, your whole thing. Mm -hmm. So some financial security, physical security, obviously you got to make sure that you can fend for your woman. Mm -hmm. And you got to beat that box up, yo. 
For sure. You got to break her back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You got to break her back. Mm. It's a fact. <laughs> you got to Listen, <laughs> some of y'all women be watching more porn than men. So <laughs> you, you got to make sure that you're doing your thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned on, on whatever they, you know, whatever's going on. Is it, is it, um, do you get distracted, you know, by, by being this person online now and I, now you look like this? I'm pretty sure, like, you know, women come at you and, like, is it, is it hard? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Um, I was talking to my boy about this the other day. Um, of course, it happens, and there's a, you know, you have to have discipline, self discipline. Yeah. See, a lot of the times we have selective discipline, bro, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like, I have people in the gym all the time, they got a six pack. But when I'm trying to put them on some game to make money, they got no discipline. I'm like, bro, it's harder for it's harder to be on a meal plan and work out every single day than it is to make yeah, money. Yeah. So you have to have discipline 100 um, percent. So, yeah, it can be hard. But when you so focused, bro, a focused individual cannot be fucked with. Mm. Cannot be fucked with at all, bro. Mm -hmm. And one thing that me and my girl just promise each other, like we just don't have the opposite sex friends. Because we just don't put ourselves in the position for something to happen. Yeah. If I'm at if I'm in a location where I know, uh, you know, they might be people, you know, strapped up and there's, you know, problems going on there. That's a location where I could possibly either get shot or be, you know, be put in a situation where I might go to jail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So of course, you know, does she talk to my friends when I'm with my friends? A hundred percent. But ain't no numbers exchanged. This ain't no relationship because of the temptation. Right. Because as men, this is what it is. We we it's hard for us to control our second head. Mm -hmm. Very true. <laughs> and then with women, it's it's really easy for them to control their mouth and their mind. Mm -hmm. A woman can literally go ahead and take whatever she did to the grave, and not say a damn thing about it. Mm. <laughs> That's a fact. So there's there's no there's no opposite side. You don't got no female friends. No female friends. Mm -mm. I mean, like I said, acquaintances. If I see them and I know them, yo, what's good? How you yeah, been? Yeah, How's yeah. it going? But no phone numbers, I don't really do that. Because humans are going to be humans. A hundred percent. It's not like, sometimes you're not even trying. A hundred percent. And it's, it's, it's not that I don't trust her, she don't trust me. But we don't trust the other person. Right, right. Because it's not, not maybe because of the fact that, you know, they might want to screw me over, but because of the fact that they don't know how to go ahead and discipline themselves. Mm -hmm. you, you, you got them friends that they, they'll fuck anything with just, they might fuck this camera stand if it had a skirt on. <laughs> They might be, get lit. Damn, I bet I forgot, bro. Yeah. Like, no pun intended. Yeah. But you see, if you put yourself in that situation, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Once that girl texts you back, come on, bro. What type of sign that is? Mm -hmm. You go on somebody's DM, you know she got a, girl, a man, and yeah. she writes you back. Oh, my God. You putting yourself in a situation. She putting mm -hmm. herself in a situation. Listen, per <laughs> perfect example, right? I text this girl. Uh, she was in my building in Miami. I was like, oh, I got a, I got a condo um, in that same building. And she was like, oh, really? I was like, I said, sneak down. She was with her boyfriend. But I was just, I was just talking shit. I don't even fuck around with people, uh, with girl boyfriends or whatever. But I was like, yeah, sneak down and, and, and pull up on me. She was like, she, she sent me back a message in vanish mode. She's like, uh, she says, shit. she's like, I wouldn't, she's like, you trying to get me killed? I'll never do that. I'm, I'm loyal. But if you was loyal, you would never roll back. Exactly. If you really loyal, you're not going to write back. 100%. What you writing back for if you, you, you basically let me know, like, okay, yeah. if I keep trying, <laughs> If I keep trying, you'll go. And that's why you got to work on your status, man. Mm -hmm. Because nowadays, followers, influence, power, mm -hmm. unfortunately, that's, that's the new currency. That's the new currency. Mm -hmm. Likes, followers, that blue check. Yep. 
You get that blue check, man. Your girl can get swept up real quick real nowadays quick. By, by somebody that ain't even doing it. Mm. They could be literally living in a one-bedroom apartment, you know what I'm saying, not even doing it. They, they might be still stuck. They might be in the basement. They shooting it off the iPhone, but because they're lit on Twitch, they lit on YouTube, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, he ain't you. But because of them followers, because of that influence, mm-hmm. she might sneak down. She might. That's a scary thing, too, bro. Very scary. That was th- Do your girl, she has social media? That's another thing. So I was, I'm actually blessed. She only has um, TikTok. Damn. But yeah, and that's the only thing she liked is TikTok. So we actually started this. Remember, I met her when I was 14. She, I mean, she was 14, I was 16. Mm. So one thing, I was very popular in high school. Yeah. So when I had, I had MySpace, bro. Yeah. You remember MySpace? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On MySpace, I was lit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I was lit on MySpace, bro. <laughs> So one of the things was once again temptations. And I told her, I said, listen, yo, I'll give it to my MySpace, right? As long as we both agree to go ahead and just never have social media. We'll be straight. We were yeah. just one of those type of people. Yeah. And it wasn't until I became a realtor when I said, yo, listen, everybody keeps telling me that I have to sell to my sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I make a Facebook? And then it came into Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. So in all reality, she just never really indulged in it. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, bro, that she also kind of sees me behind the scenes. I be going through it, bro, because every single day I got to post. Every single day I got to put a story up. Mm-hmm. Every single day I got to, you know what I'm saying, sit up here and just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm not playing this role that I'm not, but it's just one of those things. Imagine being on a TV show yeah, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? So sometimes I'm like, damn, I just want to take a break. But if I, if I take a break, mm-hmm. you know how it is. You ain't making no money. I'm the same way, bro. That like delivering content every day, bro. That shit is stressful, bro. And it costs a lot of money. <laughs> that shit is stressful, bro. I'd be like, damn, I want to take. I took a break the last week of the year, bro. It felt so good. I ain't want to get on social media. I ain't posting nothing. It felt good to like just sit back and just chill. Yeah, and just chill, just manifest. Yeah, like social media and everything. Like you know, some people they live for that. Like that's their life. You know, them likes. You know, what I'm saying the comments. Like mm-hmm. that's 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 what feeds that that. They need that. Exactly. I don't need it. Like, if I didn't have to have social media for this, I wouldn't even use it, bro. I would disappear. Matter of fact, when I get my $100 million check, bro, I'm out of here, bro. I'm going to go, like, disappear for a month or two. Yeah. Or three, bro. That's what, I, that's what I, I've been hearing you, like, embrace that. Man, a lot of times you got to manifest what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for you to get somewhere if you don't even know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's one thing that I learned is that you got to plan out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Once I found out, okay, what is real estate wholesaling? You know what I'm saying? How am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. And then how am I going to keep on doing this? Mm-hmm. And then once I get to this level, I'm going to quit my job? Yeah. It happened. One thing I learned too, man, you just got to let go, right? Mm. You got to do your part and just believe, right? I'm doing my part. I'm creating the content. I got the brand. I'm doing my part and I'm just letting the universe work, right? Mm. Not even trying to stress like when is it going to happen or... Like when I'm gonna get this big bag or like whatever. Like I don't even stress it. When I'm when I'm gonna get these type of guests, I'm do my part. Let it come. And it just let it come, bro. Like I just gotta just freely flow through this 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 uh, uh this realm. Yeah. But like I always do it, right? I always manifest different things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like you kind of like you stress about like different things. Like okay, this shit might not happen, or like let me make it happen, or like. I don't have to. Yeah. Like I said, bro, your timing is always wrong. But God's timing right, is always right. right. It's, it's not on my time. Like, it's going <laughs> to happen not on It's not on your time, bro. To. It's going to happen when it's supposed to, Exactly. Man. And it will happen because the work always pays. Right. 
The work always pays. It's going to happen as long as I don't quit. 100%. Because the day that I quit is the day it's it over happen. With. <laughs> it's over with. It's over with, bro. It's over with. That man. is a fact, man. It's over with. I've been living my life like this for a very long time, though. Like, But it's, it's been getting stronger and stronger Like as I've been getting older and starting to understand like life. Like We are creators. Us mm -hmm. humans, like everything that you see right here, everything that's in the world, us human, a human brain thought of this and, and put it in front of us. Like We can manifest anything. Somebody thought in their mind, like, yo, I'm going to make a fucking machine that counts money. Just a thought. Yeah. It sparked. And I'm with, I'm with the creating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it is. Everything in this world. And every human has that same power. Yeah. You, you just got to have, once again, that motivator to keep you going. You need a motivator. It, going back to that, right? Like, always, because sometimes your why changes. Yeah. I don't know if your why has changed for you as your entrepreneurship journey, you know, has started. Mm -hmm. But my why changed, you know, like I said, I wanted to prove my family and my dad wrong. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I just wanted to go ahead and, you know, retire my girl and do certain things. And I just want to keep helping people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But one of the things that I had to do to keep me up motivated was, bro, I had to go ahead and put all my money into an account where I didn't have the online uh, access online. Yeah. And what I just did was just use a credit card. And if it, if it worked, it worked. I didn't know what I had. Mm. It's kind of like going into like a cold plunge yeah. and, and living off that, you know, kind of that, 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 that fear factor again. Because yeah. sometimes you need to reset your life mm -hmm. to get you up and going again. Mm. And you just got to manifest them goals, bro. You know what's my why? I feel like I'm the one, right? In my family, I don't feel like there's anybody that's going to do what I'm about to do. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that's going to set the next generation up. There's nobody that's going to that's gonna lift my family up. I am the chosen one. So that's what every day I wake up, every day I, I get stressed out. And I'm like, man, damn, I don't feel like doing this shit. Yeah. I got to sacrifice myself. Bro. You know I mean, like this, like this life, I got to sacrifice for my family and the next. So I'm going to be the one. I, I, yeah. You preaching to the choir. That's, that's exactly how I felt. If it ain't me, then who? If it ain't me, then who? Who's, <laughs> who's going to be the first person to make six figures? Who's going to yeah. be the first person to make seven figures? Eight, who's going to be the first person to take the whole family to vacation? 20, um, 2019, me and my grandma, we share our same birthday. Yeah. We both Scorpios. My grandma, I told my grandma, I said, hey, I'm going to go to Puerto Rico for my birthday. I want you to come. Mm. She said, nah, because then nobody else would be able to come. I took everybody. That's a wonderful feeling, bro. Oh, bro, it was a wonderful That's feeling. That's a wonderful feeling. Being bro. able to just say, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. I literally looked at my top five. I don't know if you remember back in the day, you used to have top five on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And I used to be like, if it ain't me, then who? Mm -hmm. Who's going to host the baby showers? Who's going to be able to take care of the bill? Yeah. Who's going to be able to you know, do all these types of things that we just don't learn? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm with you. I definitely understand, bro. Uh, one of my biggest sayings, too, is give it to die trying. Get Rich or Die Trying. Y'all was just listening to that, that <laughs> album yesterday. I swear to God. Get Rich or Die Trying, bro. Okay, you can't, you can't take it to the grave with you. Mm -mm. What else you going to do? Mm -mm. That's a fact, bro. I'm a sacrifice, bro. I'm a sacrifice. I'm putting shit on my back. Put the, the, put the fam on my back, bro, and just keep it moving. Like, yeah. Because a lot of the times, bro, we, we want things that we don't deserve. Mm. Like, people take vacations like, bro, you ain't even work. Mm -hmm. The real, <laughs> the real flex is having your vacation paid for before before you get back. Yeah, yeah. Oof. The real flex is understanding that every single time you spend a dollar, you're getting incentivized because you're using credit. Mm -hmm. mm. The real flex is understanding that you can no, you can never have more money than the bank. So as long as you build your credit up, you will always be able to go ahead and get more money. Right. 
But these are just things that we're just not taught yeah. as, as young minorities, bro, mm -hmm. in the neighborhoods that we come from. And it's sad. You know, that's what the school system failed us. They, failed, they told us to not be a copycat, but in all reality, as long as you copy the right cat, you're always going to win. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, I ain't even going to rant, bro. No, that was a, that was a bar, yo. <laughs> I don't be a copycat, but as long as you follow the, copy the right cat. Now that's a bar. Because you're going to have to copy somebody, bro. Bro, you can't read. You got to understand something, bro. Everything, of course, there's inventions, right? But the process of how it was probably done was already curated by somebody else. Mm -hmm. and, and everything is wholesale. We wholesale information. Yeah. We wholesale clothes. We wholesale food. Everything is wholesale. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you package it up into what you, you know, how you spit it out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's where they, they failed us at, bro. Mm -hmm. I think that the school system should be teaching us more so how to leverage credit, how to money manage, sales, yeah. how to build a brand. Mm -hmm. Things that we need to be taught in school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I no disrespect to Edgar Allan Poe, but I just don't give a fuck. Right, right. Who, history, like. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just don't. I, I'm sorry, I just don't care. What did, you, what did you, did you use atoms and neutrons, like, since you left? Not at all. Did you use calculus? Did you use fucking no. geometry? I graduated with a 2.2 GPA. Man. And you know what I've learned, bro? See, a lot of the times, my teacher used to tell me, Brandon, stop being a class clown. But that's literally what's helped me make money. Right. What's helped me make money is literally the fact that I am able yeah, yeah. and be vulgar and outspoken. Yeah, yeah. And the people that do like me like me. The people that don't, don't. But it's okay because I'm giving value and I'm resonating with somebody. Mm. Mm -hmm. So being a class clown... Shout out to my teacher. It's actually helped me make money. When I was in high school, they said, yo, Brandon, listen, you're always on your phone. Yeah. Phone now, teacher. <laughs> yeah, I was a class clown too, bro. This device right here. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Shout out to all my C students. What is C students? That means you're a closer. Uh -huh. C stands for closer. Yeah. You either, you're closing in some type of way, bro. Mm. An entrepreneur is just going to do, like in school, you were doing just bare minimum because of why. You're not go, you're going against the grain. Mm. You don't you're not following everybody else. Mm. This what what happens with school, bro, is that you go to school for like what a third of your life, right? Let's say twelve. And what they do is they breed employees. They they teach you number one how to meet the the a quota, mm -hmm. right? A's and B's. Mm -hmm. To keep on showing up, mm -hmm. but then when you after you graduate, why you still need on the job training? Right. Why? The boss because he's been there longer than you. Right. Mm. And then at that point in time, you start to understand that they're hiring you because of the fact that they know that you're willing to show up and that you will always meet the status quota. Mm -hmm. you, are, you are a reliable person. To your head saying, yo, listen, you're worth twelve fifty an hour. I remember having paid time off, bro. And I, once I took the paid time off, I didn't have no money to go on vacation. <laughs> Man. Twelve years. Wow. I ain't worked in twelve years, bro. Salute. I learned early on, like, yo, this is not it. This paycheck is not it, bro. Like like working slaving? This ain't this ain't for me. This is not for me, bro. College for. <laughs> I had really had to think about it. Like I was yeah. smart as fuck. But I just couldn't make good grades. Yeah. I wasn't interested enough. Like, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. 
like, yo, okay, if I go get this degree, I'm going to go get this job. And then, mm-hmm. damn, how much is y'all really going to pay me? I got to go. Because I'm going to tell you this, right? When I was, I was, I volunteered at the hospital for four, uh, four months. Mm. And after I volunteered at the hospital for four months, bro, I was literally like, yo, I want to, you know what I'm saying, get a job here so I can look good and learn. And I started working there. I worked there actually for a long time, bro. I started to look at my boss, right? So a lot of the times, y'all, you have to look at your boss, right? If your boss has been there for 10 years, you've been there for two years, and you think that he's getting paid around $30 an hour, that means that you need another eight years. Or hopefully they promote you. Yeah. But if you're not happy with making $30 an hour, you need to quit immediately. 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 If the CEO of your company is making a quarter million dollars a year, yeah. and you don't like that, you need to quit immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when last time you had a job? Um, last time I had a job, I guess being a realtor, 2017. Okay. Because I still had to like report. I still had to do things. Mm-hmm. As far as me waking up when I want to wake up, but I haven't report to anybody. Now that you're your own boss, though, like how do you, how do you stick to a schedule? How do you force yourself? You know? great, yeah, great question. So what I do, man, um, n- number one is I try to plan my day out before. And now what I started to do is called focus sprints. So what I do is I go, I guess you could say agenda of list of items that I have to go ahead and do for 90 minutes and I'll go into like maybe my office. I put my phone on do not disturb and I knock out whatever I need to knock out. If I don't finish it in time, alarm goes off, I take a break. I might go ahead and you know, go, go uh, you know, read a book or I might look on social media, whatever the case may be. Because what happens is bro, you have 30,000 thoughts going through your head and your mind subconsciously is always pushing you away from the hard work. Yeah. Always. Always. So what happens is, right, as an entrepreneur, bro, you wake up, go ahead and do is you want to go ahead and maybe eat. But now you're a little, you know, you're a little settled, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of feel a little lazy. You got to get a little pump in. So then you go ahead and do, I'm going to go to the gym real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Then you go to the gym, right? Now you got to eat again, right? Mm-hmm. Now you got to take a shit. Mm-hmm. Around and your whole day is gone. And now you got to go ahead and try to get that work in. Mm-hmm. And by the time you come around, it's already getting dark. You're like, you know what? Let me get that Red Bull. Or let me, I'll just get at it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow, the same shit. Tomorrow, the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Have you been a victim of that? Man, what? Many. Yeah. What I do now is I do the focus sprints that, like I said, I just put on a timer, 90 minutes. I have a list of things that I need to tackle. If I don't finish it out, I take a break, and then I go to another part of my house. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a new setting. Uh, finish it out. Tackle that stuff. Meetings in between my day uh, yeah i'm still struggling with that bro like scheduling and and knocking out a bunch of things or like i'm still just trying to get better every day bro here's one thing that i look at right and this is something i say repeatedly in my mind if i don't do this one thing i'm gonna think of me because my ancestors my grandma my her mom her dad right they, they were immigrants yeah if they didn't sacrifice whatever they did I wouldn't be here in America. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look at it. I say it ain't about me, but it's about the... Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times I might be on social media and I'm like, oh shit, income producing activity. This is not, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. If I'm looking at bullshit, it's not an income producing activity. Yeah. If I'm posting, 
income producing activity. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times, just ask yourself really quickly, kind of like, you know, what they talk about the rubber bands when you snap yeah. yourself. Ask yourself real quick, is this an income producing activity? Is this, this align with my goals? Is this going to go ahead and make me that $100,000 that I wanted to do this year? Mm-hmm. Let me snap out. Let me snap out. What's up? I got to do this shit this year, bro. Like, <laughs> real shit. Like, it's, it's, you know, sometimes, like, okay, well, I know I did my part, right? I did my content, and, you know what I'm saying, I, I posted. That ain't enough, though. Like, I can knock out so many things. There's so many things that I got to do and accomplish in a year. I can't just be comfortable with just the content, like, the podcast stuff. Like, so many other things. Like, I told myself I'm going to make a funnel. I, mean, I told myself that three, four days ago, and I still ain't. And today I was like, God damn. Yeah. I need to get this shit done, bro. I gotta force myself because ain't nobody gonna come like, yo, yo, come and say, go you. do that. Go yeah. do. You ain't got no teacher. You ain't got no parent telling you, yo, do go do this. You, it's all on you, bro. Facts. And if you don't do it, like you gonna suffer the consequences. Matter of fact, not even you gonna suffer. The family, the next generation, like you said. That's what they don't know, man. Right now, there's people relying on you to make it. You might not even know that because they might not tell you that. Yeah. But there's people relying on you to make it. Mm-hmm. And there's people relying on you f- to fall. Mm-hmm. Ooh. To fall. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you just got to keep on, you just got to stay grounded and keep doing what you're doing. Sponsored by God. Sponsored by God. How was up, bro? It was a good-ass interview, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was a good interview. Yeah. I think it's typically longer than what I go for. I, don't, I can't even see you there to say. Things that I wouldn't. Listen, can I tell them where to tap in with me at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, ask me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. You just go ahead. I'll tell you later. Okay. So, yeah, man, listen, if you guys want to go to tap in with me, you can go on uh, at Blue Nose Brand on social media. And also, you can text REI to 74121. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys what's called my 10K zip. It's the hottest zip codes throughout the nation where you can go ahead and start learning how to invest in real estate. All right. So. I appreciate you guys tapping in. It's Rich Unemployed, the podcast. Until we meet again, dope interview, bro. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.